Welcome to the sermon podcast for First Christian Church of Warsaw, Indiana. We hope you enjoy this week's message. Please visit us at FCCWarsaw.com to learn more about our church or to make plans to be with us on a Sunday morning. Again, that's FCCWarsaw.com. Yeah, in a, in a strange way, I think I'm kind of thankful that Josh and Todd are not related to each other, but nice job, guys. That's pretty funny. Thanks for sharing that. Um, happy Mother's Day, one and all. Today, we're going to look at a family story in the Bible, and it revolves around somebody by the name of Hannah, and if you want to open your Bible and follow along what we're going to be reading, it's in 1 Samuel chapter 1, 1 Samuel chapter 1 in the Old Testament, if you want to look it up in your Bible and your Bible app. Hannah is a great role model for us, and there are an awful lot of things that we can learn from her in a variety of ways. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 1 says that Hannah was married to a man named Elkanah, but there was a problem, and the problem was that Hannah couldn't get pregnant. And for years, she pleaded with God that she might have a child. She desperately wanted to become a mom, so much so that she was becoming rather miserable. She actually went through a stretch where she cried for days and she wouldn't eat. So her husband, Elkanah, comes up to her and he asks a rather foolish question, verse 8 of 1 Samuel chapter 1. He says, Hannah, why are you crying? Her husband, Elkanah, would ask. Why won't you eat? Why are you troubled? Am I not better to you than ten sons? Ah, that's, well, evidently not. And that's not a super great question, guys, to ask, by the way. How could you possibly be sad when you have me, right? (laughs) Well, Hannah was still sad. Neither God nor her husband were filling this place in her life where she had been wanting a child. So we could describe this first season of Hannah's life in one word, and let's use the word empty to talk about this first season of her life, empty, because that's the way she felt. Look at verse 10 and 11 here in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Deeply hurt, Hannah prayed to the Lord and wept with many tears. Making a vow, she pleaded, Lord of armies, if you will take notice of your servant's affliction, remember and not forget me and give me a son, I'll give him to the Lord all the days of my life and his hair will never be cut. She'd gone to a place called Shiloh where she was worshiping with her husband, And while she was there, she made that big promise, like it's a bold promise. God, if you give me a child, I'll give him back to you, and he'll be yours all the days of his life. Now, there's a priest at Shiloh, and his name was Eli. He notices her, and he doesn't think she's praying because all he sees is that her mouth is moving, but he can't hear any words audibly. No sound is coming out. Obviously, she's trying to pray, and her prayers were just between her and God, but Eli misinterprets what she's doing, and he just jumps to the conclusion that she's drunk, right? That's automatically what you would think if somebody's moving their mouth at a place of worship, right? Oh, this person has to be drunk. Well, poor Hannah, all the men in her life don't seem to be very sensitive to her plight, but Eli calls her out on her and says, you're drunk. So here's what Hannah replies, verse 15. No, my Lord, Hannah replied, I'm a woman with a broken heart. I haven't had any wine or beer. I've been pouring out my heart before the Lord. Don't think of me as a wicked woman. I've been praying from the depth of my anguish and resentment. Well, Eli softens then and he responded, go in peace and may the God of Israel grant the request you've made of him. May your servant find favor with you, she replied. Then Hannah went on her way. She ate and no longer looked despondent. 
So now at this stage in her life, Hannah's still childless, but she's actually been given a little something here from Eli, and what she's been given is actually a little bit of a glimmer of hope, just a bit, uh, but hope nonetheless. Let's pause here for just a moment and, and be very honest. I know that for many ladies who come to church on Mother's Day, this can be a very difficult day. And maybe the cause of that difficulty or what causes it to be a difficult day is that maybe you do feel a little empty. Maybe you'd love to start a family, but God just hasn't brought that man into your life yet to get married to. And so this is a tough day for you. And I'm guessing there are are some ladies here in the room, this is a a tough day or a difficult day because you've had an abortion. And maybe it was years ago, maybe it was just recently, but maybe you're still carrying around with you some of that, that guilt and some of the grief. I will say, if that's you today, I want you to know it took a lot of courage for you to come here today. And I also want you to know that God is somebody who forgives and restores, and he will do that absolutely, completely. But maybe for you today, that's part of what causes you to feel a little bit empty. Maybe you've had a miscarriage. Some of the most teary moments that I've ever had in ministry is when a young couple comes to me, maybe after worship service like this on a Sunday or some other time during the week, and uh, they'll tell me that this child they've been hoping would come into the world, it's, it's no longer going to happen the way that they hoped it would. And if that's your situation today, if you've experienced a miscarriage, uh, it takes a great deal of courage for you to be here as well. And God sees the depth of your pain. My heart goes out to you as well. Maybe it's a tough day because you can relate to what Hannah was going through. Maybe you just haven't been able to get pregnant. And if you're a married couple and you find yourself in a similar circumstance, yeah, maybe you've thought about the adoption route, but perhaps you're still holding out hope that one day we're going to be able to have a child of our own, maybe the two of you together. But for that reason and maybe some many others, Mother's Day can be kind of a tough day. Tough day for a lot of women and it can be a tough day for a lot of guys as well. Mother's Day would have been a tough day for Hannah as well because she felt empty. So she goes to the house of the Lord in this town called Shiloh, and she offers this prayer, God, if you just give me a child, I'll I'll, I'll give him back to you all the days of his life. And so Hannah made that, that big promise, right? God, if I have a child, he's yours. But in this moment when she's still childless, at this portion of her story, I guess the word we could use to describe her would be empty, okay? But then there's a second word to describe the the next stage of her life, and that could be the word filled. So listen to verses 19 and 20 in 1 Samuel 1. The next morning, Elkanah and Hannah got up early to worship before the Lord. Afterward, they returned home to Ramah. Then Elkanah was intimate with his wife Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. After some time, Hannah conceived and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel because she said, I requested him from the Lord. So now she has a son, and she's thrilled. But we have to understand something here in the midst of her excitement, and that is that it's really easy maybe for us to think that, wow, if we've been wanting to start a family, okay, if, and think, if I... Thank you for listening to this week's sermon from First Christian Church of Warsaw, Indiana. We invite you to join us for worship on an upcoming Sunday morning. Check out our website at fccwarsaw.com for more details and information. Again, 
That's FCCWarsaw.com.